So what do you think, Blake? What do you think? We just watched the new Buzz Lightyear trailer. <laughs> and it's different. Yeah. It's got a whole new look. It's not like the same Toy Story kind of look. It almost kind of gives me feels of kind of almost the Incredibles or um, maybe like, what is that movie? Uh, Superhero 5 or whatever is it? Whatever. Yeah, the that animation. Kind of animation yeah, know? it's very, it's Pixar and Disney. So it's like, or I guess like current Pixar. So. Yeah. Um, it's definitely uh I don't know, man. I don't know how to take it. It it's it almost feels like frozen two animation almost. Frozen or frozen. Frozen, frozen one, frozen two. Yeah. I mean you're very on par on point with like Incredibles. Like it's very much like incredible like the Incredibles saga or whatever you want to call it. Um animation. Or even like uh, up or um, uh, Wally. It okay. gives me it gives me a lot of Wally kind of yeah, okay vibes. Um, uh, man, I don't like think? it. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> I don't Darian's like it. kind of the same. I, I she's kind of um because the animation's changed and it's something kind of not really I guess canon at this point. Yeah. Um her reasoning is like you know the animation has changed so it feels different like it doesn't feel like the same thing which yeah. I, I can I, I can kind of i can get on board with that but i just uh, also uh, you need tim allen like the dude's not gone like tim allen needs to be the voice of this character not what's his face captain america uh, chris chris evans chris evans yeah. there's no reason that you can't bring Tim Allen into this and I guess they're trying to do a different spin off of it but I'm just like even in the movies like when there were multiple um like multiple Buzz Lightyears in the Toy Stories like they all had the same voice like he was the voice actor for all of them so it wasn't like they had different voices they weren't different they were all the same and I don't feel like this is following I feel like this is following more so like some universe or storyline that doesn't entail like how do you how do you put these two side by side because Buzz Lightyear is not of its own it wasn't of its own before Toy Story Toy Story made Buzz Lightyear and so like they're almost kind of creating the story of him which is fine but to not keep the same voice actor I don't I don't think it's gonna stick here, here's my take on it. So whenever Toy Story came out, there was never really a big origin factor to who Buzz Lightyear was. I mean, he was a toy. Um, there was kind of a thing with like space and going to space and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it never really talked about his origin story. And I feel like this is kind of going into an origin story spinoff. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's going to really go into the whole toy Toy Story timeline maybe. I don't really think I don't think that's where this is going. I think it's just kind of going into its own little series maybe. I this agree, is, yeah. This is kind of what th I have theory I have a theory that this is going to be a kind of movie and if it's successful, it's probably going to go into a TV show. You think? That is well, maybe. It depends. I mean, Pixar movies take a long time to create because the animation is so 
extensive mm-hmm. and um, done budget-wise. I mean, huge production when it comes to Pixar animations. Mm-hmm. That said, this kind of animation, I feel like because they have had this specific style for a while now, they might be able to make episodes of this moving forward. But I don't know. That's kind of my theory on this. I think it's going to be a whole new thing. I don't think it's going to be tying into the Toy Story universe per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's you know, it's Buzz Lightyear, so it has affiliations with Toy Story. But I don't think it's going to be. I think it's just a completely whole different thing, spinoff, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not one that like, oh, a new Pixar movie. I'm gonna go out and go get the you know see the newest Pixar movie. I don't right. really. I mean it. I don't know. I haven't seen the new Toy Story 4. Um, at 3, I was like, oh, that's a great ending. And then they created another one. I was like, what? There's a to- Why are they making a new Toy Story 4? <laughs> um, <laughs> even though I heard it was really good, I just – it's just kind of like, okay. Well, it's kind of um, like Spy Kids. Like Spy Kids 1 and Spy Kids 2, like in a sense, were kind of – really, honestly, they should have just left Spy Kids at 1. They shouldn't have gone any further. But like they brought in and made like – even more lavish like storyline and then created this weird like computer type of universe that they ended up going into in mm-hmm. by kids three and it was just like this is not uh, i don't be know be honest did you like spy kids i loved spy kids one. i did too i freaking dude, spy loved kids, that show dude <laughs> spy kids was my love jam those movies. uh i love I mean, those movies dude carmen was so hot when i was a little <laughs> When I was yeah. a little kid, I, I had the biggest crush on Carmen, the, mm-hmm. si- the sister. I was, oh, man. Um, Heck yeah, yeah no. I love those movies, but, man, if we were to watch those e- today, it would be like, oh, really Yeah, bad. no, uh, we were, I don't remember where Taylor and I were. It doesn't matter, but Spy Kids 3 was on TV, and mm-hmm. we, we put it on, and we were sitting there watching it for a second, and I was just like, I remember going and watching Spy Kids 3 in the, because it was 3D. It was back when 3D was still those red-blue glasses, like, and it was, um, to me, it was like the the peak at the time of 3D, and uh, and I remember watching it, and, and as a kid, enjoying it, but also thinking, like, this isn't the Spy Kids that, like, I liked before. This is, like, it was yeah. almost like they just like Dude, overdid 3D. Was 3D. Really bad to me. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the 3D in the theater whenever I saw that. Um, and then I've seen a few 3D stuff since then. Um, it, it depends. Do you like 3D? Uh, yes and no. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to pay for like unless I know it's gonna be good. Like unless I know like okay this is perfect. Like I remember going to like the amphitheaters or whatever it was called and going to the big screen that's like wrapped all the way around you yeah and, and that, i that watched dope. and i actually watched um the last or uh last blood prince harry potter in one oh, of those and cool. uh, it well actually it wasn't in one of those it was in the big imax but it was in 3d I didn't even know they did 3D for the Harry Potter movies. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty sure I could be completely wrong, but from what yeah, I remember, I, mean, I, I don't know. I I that was a that was I mean that's a huge blur. So I don't necessarily remember you know yeah. what they did for 3D and all that. To me, if it's maybe something like that where, like you said, it's kind of like in the round theater where it's like leveled almost like a stadium. Dude, those theaters are super cool to me, and I love those theaters. And if it's a 3D like that, yeah, I would 
you know, I would pay for something like that because that's a pretty cool experience. But but you kind of have average three D movie is just not my yeah. take. I I don't really like it. Like it, it's mm-hmm. I don't want to look through sunglasses to watch a movie, mm-hmm. and I don't well, want to pay for it either. And it and sometimes it gives me a headache. And there were a few times where you had to kind of like take them off and give yourself a break because it was just like okay, this is like my eyes are kind of in between this whole like wanting because for me for me it almost got to the point where like my eyes were wanting to fix the 3d and so like kind of gives you a headache yeah yeah yeah. and so yeah i think as a kid 3d was awesome just because you had an imagination that could really like make it like heighten that sense and so i think it's all good with that i mean there's a reason why they don't really do that much anymore (laughs) Uh, but yeah i don't know the Buzz Lightyear thing, I, I'm not a fan of. Uh, I'm okay. not going to go out of my way to watch it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, to me, it looks good, but I I respect the Pixar movies. But, man, I just – I'm 27, and I just don't really get as much joy from watching Pixar movies as I used to whenever I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will tell you, like, if they had – Let's say they came out with another Toy Story and there was some sort of backstory previous to Toy Story 1. Not like a, not a continuation, but like another, like, kind of around that time period type of deal or previous from that. Then, then I, in, in my mind, the nostalgia part of it then sets in. But there's no nostalgia part in this new Lightyear one. It, it, there's, yeah. there's really nothing. So... I definitely don't think it's catering to nostalgia. I don't think that they're trying to to create something like that. But for those that have, you know, like us that grew up on, you know, Toy Story, <laughs> it's it's kind of like kind of doing it a disservice in a sense. But okay, I mean that's fair. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it is what it is. Um. I sent you a uh, did I send you a link or did I send yeah I sent you a, a YouTube link mm-hmm. of old Zuckerberg old the the Zuck the Zuck and if y'all don't know uh, it's kind of breaking news I don't know if this has been something they've been talking about for a while and it's leaked in the past I don't know this is the first time I've ever heard of it but Facebook will be changing their name they will be rebranding to the new brand meta um, see what i've heard from this is i feel like it's more of a instead of like rebranding i feel like part of it is for legal purposes as well and it's right. also you know so the government doesn't you know break them into pieces yeah because they've gotten too big mm-hmm. so i think part of this is legal and sure rebranding we'll, we'll we'll call it that um that's what they're dude, I, that's I what a lot facebook of people are so much. considering calling it that's like what like facebook i think is actually like going after yeah dude, um, freak, i i hate facebook i hate free uh i can't stand mark zuckerberg he is a freaking uh, <laughs> what do i even call him man i i can't even stand he's a piece of work yeah, he's uh he's definitely unique um in the 
nicest of terms, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So those that don't know what we're talking about, Meta, so Facebook's trying to rebrand, and they're trying to rebrand into this thing called Meta, and basically they're trying to um, widen the social and and professional aspect of social media, um, and they're trying to integrate more um, AI stuff and how to kind of basically creating a platform that allows people to kind of um, operate in the AI realm or test out in the AI realm. Uh, the way that he made it put out, made it, the way he presented it was, you know, because of COVID and all this stuff, there's been a lot of um, people meeting virtually. And he was yeah. like, I think that this is going to be, um, you know, this isn't going to change as drastic as, as we think. And I think it's going to become the new norm. And so we want to create a platform that does it, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, I don't know. I, it's leave it up to Facebook to, to be the ones to, or leave it up to Mark Zuckerberg to be the one to, to want to try to make this his new, you know, multi-billion dollar industry. Um, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how it's going to work either. Um, do for all we know, this could be a new Google glass scenario where, you know, it's a big fail, but I do see them trying to do this to try and gain new markets and try and create a new market share mm -hmm. because Facebook is only going to be profitable for so, so much longer. Right. I mean, they're they're losing people every day. Well, you know, to and so to, is Twitter too. To touch ba to touch on that, uh, stays in the same kind of realm of what we're talking about. Trump just announced that he is starting his new social media platform. And yeah, uh, I heard about that too. Uh, and there I have been the name a, of it was. Um, I can't remember either. It's like something about. I think like free speech or something, uh, something, let me find it real quick. So Trump's new, um, social media is just called truth. It is literally just the word. Is it really truth. called truth? Yes. It's just called truth. Um, oh, no. NPR said that, um, Truth Social is expected to have a beta launch in November with a wider rollout in 2022, according to the release. Interested users can sign up for the platform on truthsocial.com, but there have been questions raised about the initial security of the site. Um, let's see. Obviously, those that don't know, the reason for this is because Trump was banned from Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube uh, back in like January. Uh, because of the whole year. 2019? No, it was this no, 2020. year. Yeah, 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 it was 2020. 2021. 2021, really? Yeah, because it was whenever the, everything went down with the U.S. Capitol. Now, he's been, oh, yeah, he's been like, suspended in the past and different things like that, flagged, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, no, he – it says uh, right here, it actually says, in the wake of 
He was banned in the wake of the January 6th insurrection of the U.S. Capitol by a pro-Trump mob as the company cited a risk of further violence. Trump's accounts were also flagged multiple times for spreading false information about voting fraud in the 2020 presidential election. Um, I, mean, I don't want to go. Will you join it? Will you, will you join that platform? I don't really have, like, the desire to join any other social medias. Like, I mean, maybe. I mean, just I'll come with you. I mean, I, I don't use Facebook. I occasionally, once in a blue moon, will get on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I have Snapchat, but the only thing I use it for is to message my wife. Right. <laughs> That's about it, man. Like, the only the only like real like social medias that I use are Reddit and YouTube, and yeah. I have been using those for years. I just I don't necessarily care about social media anymore and I, I know a lot of people do mm -hmm. and i know that a lot of people have been dis, uh, disenfranchised from certain social media platforms uh mm -hmm. due to being banned or you know you know things in that nature um but as far as me like dude i it's like after i got out of college i just turned into an old man and i just don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i just i don't really care about like social media i don't really i don't even i don't this is this is my platform to put out my thoughts. I don't really yeah. um if this this right here like an actual conversation feels more real to me. Oh, um yeah. because it's it's a, it feels more genuine. Mhm. Mm um I just feel like you can't really get that as much on social media. Mhm. Mm to a point. I mean Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I just, it's I think yeah. they're they're there for I think if used in moderation, used in within uh, a kind of uh, careful way uh, or smart way, I guess you could say it, they can be very beneficial depending on the either the line of work that you're in um, or the type of person that you are. It, it, it mm -hmm. really just kind of depends. Like I, for me, I use Facebook probably more than Facebook and Instagram with the occasional scroll of Twitter. I don't post a lot in Twitter. I do more liking and just kind of informational type of stuff with Twitter. Um, I stay up to date with bands through Twitter because that's the easiest thing. So yeah. with like the band Camino and uh, Valley and, and different things like that, I, that's what I use Twitter for. Um, Dude, speaking I just think, of that, speaking yeah. of bands, sorry to cut you off. Why haven't they found a good way for doesn't matter what kind of band or what kind of music group or artist that you like, why have they not found a good platform to be able, I mean, I know there's Twitter, blah, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. but I want something that can tell me like, okay, I follow these artists and these bands. I only care about these people. Let me know when they're in my area. You know what I mean? Like MySpace. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Something that where, to heavily promote them and i mean i i get you know promoting on social media you know that's great and all but for the people that don't really get on twitter for the people that don't, don't get on facebook and don't you know go to google to type in you know the band's website to figure out wh when they're touring it would be kind of cool to have some sort of platform to where you could literally all you have is just news from just specific artists mm -hmm. i mean that's literally what myspace was built for myspace really? was yes myspace was originally built for um, kind of giving 
um, a place for musicians and, and different, you know, whatever bands to share with their people, um, I guess maybe new music or uh, concert dates. Uh, like, uh, let me search it real fast. I think MySpace's problem, like even, you know, before Facebook became huge, was that they, I think they were running out of money, right? I mean, they had a huge budget problem. Yeah, well, and, the and issues it, with security and that kind of stuff. I think the biggest thing, the the problem they ran into again. This is, I mean, guys, this is before Facebook. I mean, this was, this ended up becoming this is like the early days of social media, man. Yeah, Twitter I mean, this was that, yeah, this was like as the brink of social media, and so you got to think of all the security issues, like you were talking about. You got to think of all the things that they were running into. I mean, it was uncharted territory. That it's they like whenever texting was like the only either you had texting and then you had MySpace, but you couldn't do both of them on your phone. Yeah, I'm you, know or I mean? you had AOL. I mean, you had AOL, mess it, like you know, Messenger. Yeah, whatever I mean, platform you're on. And so, um, it says here originally founded as a venue for aspiring musicians and bands to share music and concert dates. Um, it has grown into a complex site where users can create profiles, including photographs, blogs, music, or movie preferences. So yeah, I mean, I remember like whenever you go on your like you could go to somebody's profile and it would instantly start playing whatever their, music that their they were playlist. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was huge, guys. I I can't tell you how much I miss just being able to like search or create a playlist and leave it. And people yeah. comment on it like, "Hey, I like your, you know, I like your playlist," or, you know, or going to somebody else's place and playlist and seeing, you know, oh, what what music are they into today, or you know, have they changed anything? And then you had your top friends, right? Yeah. And then yeah, everybody yeah. fought for you know the top ten or top you fifteen or top five. Your, the way your page looked. And Dude, stuff. I remember going and literally searching for like yep. uh, skins. I think is what they called it, and you could put different backgrounds and skins into your your, yeah. your page and stuff yeah, yeah. and so it, i agree with you i don't know why they haven't tried doing this even more i think facebook has tried to create some sort of platform there there is a platform for for them there but it just gets so drowned out by all the other notifications else, yeah. yeah like i want it to be something where it's it's more specialized in that specific space yeah. um because I don't care about everything else. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, the problem I have with Facebook is that I have to hear. I have. It's like everything mm -hmm. versus like I want only specialized certain things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, dude, I I kind of miss those days a little bit because back back in the day, MySpace was like, okay, I want to talk to girls. I want to <laughs> you know like chat with people and you know see the newest like stuff on bands and whatnot and. Yeah. Kind of like what's cool, what's going on, like, oh, sharing YouTube videos and stuff. Because, I mean, YouTube was still young in those days, too. And yeah. It, you uh, saw dude, that stupid was the wild, videos. Wild West. You saw stupid videos. You had E-Bombs World. You had oh, yeah. all, all the the leading sites of, uh, like, just sites where you – now you could get in a lot of trouble with those sites <laughs> if you went too deep. Yep. Um, I mean, when it came to viruses or just in general, I mean, LimeWire Lime was freaking awesome, which is funny because a lot of, um, I know a lot of people would use, like I did at least, like between MySpace and MSN, I would go to MSN all the time, MSN.com, and I would go to their uh, music videos page 
and I'd see like the latest music videos that were popping up and I'd watch like all American rejects, you know, music video yes. or fallout boys music video. And, uh, um, you were running it at like you, you one forty four or three, three twenty <laughs> pick, um, you know, megabits per second or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that was back in the day when you literally, you had to sit there and pause a video like, every, yes, like or you seconds because it couldn't you, load fast enough. Yeah. Or you opened up the page and you just watched that bar get further and further down or, if they didn't have the bar, you, you just a play buffer, it. man. Yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> um, Gosh. us as millennials, dude, freaking Gen Zers have it so good in the sense of, like, you don't have to wait for videos to load anymore. N- not unless I you've mean, got like, some sort of freaking, like, like you say all the time, yeah. country Wi-Fi. I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Country Wi-Fi, dude. Like, it's, I, I can't remember the last time where I actually had to wait for a video to load ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I don't remember, I haven't seen. I haven't had to play a video on YouTube, any website where it's I haven't had to wa- like wait for anything to buffer in probably at least maybe almost ten years now. Well, and the thing is too is you may you may not have to wait for it to buffer. The only the only thing you're waiting on is for the picture to cl- get clear. So they found out a way to down res but still buffer. And then whatever your quality was chosen at, it would eventually yeah. meet that quality. <laughs> so one forty four, one forty four pixels, man. <laughs> Dude, man. It, was, it was trash, but like, it was awful. Then, like the camera, you know, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have, you know, HD cameras even back then. I mean, if you did, like that was a crazy video. I'm gonna share my screen real fast because I want to show you something. Okay. Um, I think that you will. Find this. Okay, I'm, I'm watching your screen. Okay. Let's make this special. So, we've put together something that I think is really going to give you a feeling for what this future could be like. Is that a bottle of sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce we'll be able to feel on his <laughs> his bookshelf? <laughs> Dude, I was not prepared <laughs> at all. Dude, I had no idea where that was going. <laughs> um, those Holy that are crap. listening, um, we're gonna we're gonna post this on our our Facebook. I already kind of oh. posted it on our Instagram uh, stories, but I'm gonna post this on Facebook. Um, it is the so it's uh, Mark Zuckerberg doing his, and I never noticed. Like I I didn't notice in that video <laughs> that I sent you, but. There's a video of Mark Zuckerberg talking about the new or Facebook and going into Meta, whatever. But for whatever reason, on his bookshelf behind him, there is a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's just sitting it's on the bookshelf. It's used as a uh, what do they call it? Like the book, um, <laughs> a book stopper. Like, yeah, a book stopper. Like or it's a just book holder, chilling. like hold the books in place on a shelf. And it's not even like. <laughs> It's not even being hidden by anything. Like no, it stands out so bad, and he's just walking by, just and this so guy's random. like, <laughs> 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 "Oh 
it kind of makes me wonder. It, it, now that I think of it, um, there was some videos a while ago where um, some like PR videos that Facebook was trying to bring out a while ago. I think like Mark Zuckerberg was trying to like he he brought these videos where he was grilling and he was like trying to show like him grilling and not being you know, a like robot. He was like super into grilling. Yeah, trying to be less robotic and he was like showing that he loves to really grill and that kind of stuff. And it kind of mm-hmm. makes you wonder if he like he's just like. Ups, like that's his that's his one hobby like he just loves grilling <laughs> <laughs> so he's like loves it so much he's got the sweet baby rays chilling on the boat shell and who knows that probably is like some cameo he wanted to throw in there like some some hidden easter egg to like all his other like friends that nobody's gonna understand this like you can't tell me that you did not like the editors of this video did not see this bottle yeah, of freaking yeah. sweet baby rays chilling in the back. Like as much as I don't like the Zuck dude, that that was actually um, <laughs> that gives him a little bit of human human uh, humanness. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of like I failure gotta him, there. I got to give him a few points for that. That's pretty funny. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the title of the video was Mark Zuckerberg trying not to be a robot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't consume uh, real food, so no, just you know, bottles of sweet baby rays <laughs> chilling on the bookshelf. Oh, oh my dude, that god, killed me. that was such a good video. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think that's really like all I had. I just needed to really show. I was hoping you wouldn't move into the next uh, topic because I was like, I gotta show him this video <laughs> before we move on. Oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, dude, that was good. Um. Okay, so I was actually kind of thinking about this today because um, I'm almost done with the third season of Ted Lasso, and I just want to make a point, dude, that this Ted Lasso is a show I think is the most underrated show that's on right now, and I think partly because of that is that the trailers and the promotion for the show didn't really give it enough meat. Yeah, meat and bones they didn't really explain like what the show was. They kind of gave it kind of some like half par comedy show, mm-hmm. but the show has so much depth to it and it's not just comedy. Like it actually has like, um, like these really good moments in each episode that like kind of really hit you in the, in the, you know, in the feels a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it, over all around. It's just a very good, wholesome show. And I don't know, like I really love it. And I think the other part of why maybe it's kind of underrated is not necessarily because of what the show is, but because it's on Apple TV. And I feel like maybe not a lot of people have an Apple TV subscription. So what mm-hmm. they may be, be able to get the first three episodes and then they may, may like the show, but not might not want to like spend the money to, you know, you know, com- you know, finish it throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the subscription is super cheap, I think it's like what, like six bucks, something like that. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 cheapest subscription is i mean th- just like disney plus or something it's not yeah and i mean i say six bucks but dude when you have like 15 whatever streaming subscriptions it does add up pretty quickly right yeah yeah so i mean i totally get it but for any of those listeners out there dude like ted lasso really is such a great wholesome comedic show it five stars all the way or 10 stars what do you want to say uh, it's just such a great show um so i was kind of that's kind of my like two takes on that on this bit that i'm doing um and i was kind of curious play like what is your you know show that you know you really love that 
might not be as well known or kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch too much like shows just in the sense of like, it's hard for me to stay engaged, like to sit down a lot of times. Like I'm, you know, like if I'm, if I'm sitting down and I'm resting, I'm likely on my phone on YouTube. That's just really kind of my, that is literally like my TV shows. But, um, probably for me, the, the most underrated one and, and I could be, it may not be that underrated, but from some of the comments that people have made, anytime I've brought it up to see if people have watched it, they've kind of been like, eh, I started the first season or I started the second season and I didn't really care. You know, like mm-hmm. they didn't get all the way through it. And I just think like, if you, if well, you trust be, it, you'll enjoy it. To be fair, you, you can do YouTube. That's a platform. Like you, if there's a good show that's even underrated on YouTube, dude, throw it out there because I don't know, like, there's some really good channels, even on YouTube, they get, you know, kind of passed over just because they're not as well known, but they're really yeah. good, you know? I'll, I'll list a couple, because I don't really have a lot to talk about them, uh, but the first one I'll list, but it's kind of moved on, to, and people have actually somewhat enjoyed it, is, uh, and it's lower on my list of underrated, but it's the first one I can think of off the top of my mind, is Cobra Kai. Um, okay. It's not a um the first season's rough. You have to you have to kind of wait it out. But if you can get past the first season, like the story really picks up and it is really really good. Um did it wasn't the first season originally on YouTube actually? It was. Like on yeah. YouTube TV or mm-hmm. YouTube Red it's, or whatever it was called. It's now I think on Netflix. I think okay. Netflix picked it up. Um but I I enjoyed it. Um, I really I love Karate Kid. I love um, um, Ralph Macchio. I think he's not the best of actors, but I just kind of like enjoy his like. I don't know. It's not even really that I enjoy his style of acting. I think it's just the fact that I grew up watching Karate Kid, and it's neat seeing him kind of still in kind that of a nostalgia. But in yeah, a newer yeah. show that that's you know is yeah. still good. I guess. Yeah. And so it's good, and they have really good young actors that are in it. I think that will, um, because of the show, really start maybe branching out to other things and become really uh, phenomenal actors, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but uh, that one is good. And then my top one, I think, that is underrated is Sons of Anarchy. That is okay. like my – dude, I've watched that. I've watched, I think it's nine seasons um, Jeez, that show has nine seasons. I believe so. Um, let me make sure. But that has been, I've watched that all the way through probably three times now. Uh, that's Dude, how you much. Know, I, you're not the first person that said that that's a really good show. And oh, that's I mean, seven seasons, well sorry. Known, but it's not like, I feel like it's kind of got a smaller cult following than you know, yeah. another big show out there, um, yeah. like Stranger Things or something. Like, and it's got a big enough following to where you know, like you said, freaking if it has like nine seasons, that's 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 a lot of that's a pretty successful show. I mean, it's got seven all, seasons. Seven seasons. That's still seven, really successful. It's still, that's a lot of seasons. But you got to remember too. I think a lot of it got overshadowed by Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was true. Getting it yeah. was really really big. Um, the first season came out in '08 and they ended it the seventh season in 2014. And so, I mean, it went on for, I mean, a good while. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. good stretch. I mean, it's no friends, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, but it, to me, like, it's back in the early days too, whenever like streaming 
wasn't you know, really wasn't like super mainstream. You know, it was Netflix. Was still the big big thing. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix was was really the only place that you could go to that had anything. You know, it was either Netflix. Honestly, this came out on before it even hit Netflix. It was actually on. I think it was a uh, A and E. I believe. Oh, okay. So it was like it was it was actually like TV on, on TV TV. Yeah, it was broadcasted like, yeah. So when it was released, it was broadcasted on TV. And then if you didn't watch it, if you didn't stay up with it, because I remember, I think the seventh or sixth season, um, whenever I started watching it, they were in the middle of like the sixth or seventh season. And, uh, and I remember thinking to myself, you know, crap, it's already in the middle of it. I've got to wait until it's done. And then they put it on Netflix so I can watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and it took it took a few months for them to, you know, get through this, get through the that season, and then you had to wait till the next season was uh, released, you know, broadcasted it to actual cable, and then uh, and then and they now, released like, it to all Netflix. Netflix shows. They've put the full seasons out, you know, automatically, which is yeah. amazing. Which is in that to me, it's frustrating in a sense because it's just kind of like uh, like. I like to. I'm glad that I get to binge watch it, but then it's like once I binge watch it, I've got to wait twice as long to. True. Yeah. You you know what I mean? To get another season. The next season to come out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because I mean, shoot, that's what if it's a ten part uh, season, like a ten episode season. I mean, that's ten weeks that you're saving that you can watch in a weekend if you wanted to, or you know, a week if you wanted to, and so. you're saving a lot of time, but you're also waiting a lot more for, it's like, a uh, what was that show? Um, Oh, what's that show about that girl that, um, with the tapes, um, tapes, uh, she like kills herself and, uh, was it like a super drama show? It was, you know, it was like, was it horror? No, it was like a, it was drama. It, it was about those teenagers in school. Oh my God. Why can't oh, I, I think it? I think I know what you're talking about. I just don't know the name. Uh, um, Selena Gomez like did it. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. It, it was pretty controversial for like crazy. Um, yeah, it showed a lot. Oh my God. This is going to drive me insane. I do love that you mentioned cobra kai though because whenever that first came out it was on youtube tv or to youtube red or whatever and you had to have a subscription to watch it so i think you got to watch the first episode and that's how actually i watched the first episode of that show Mm -hmm. i was like okay this is a pretty decent show so far i mean it's it's all right but because it was under a paywall i didn't really want to necessarily pay for youtube you know premium or red or whatever it was at the time just to watch this one show um mm-hmm. so now you know now that it is on netflix you know that might be a good show that i could watch that would um you know i'm not behind a paywall anymore. yeah no i the uh is that there's just so many shows so many man it's there's like, so many things to something unless they're it's easy to watch you know mm-hmm. yeah, this is actually driving me nuts that I can't think of this name. Why don't you just type in Selena Gomez IMDb and figure out what her show was? I did, but I didn't want to go 
too far down the rabbit trail. Let me see. It's, you know what I'm talking about. It's got the girl, and she is struggling in high school, and she's trying to find a way to, to, to basically give all these tapes to these people who have hurt her in her life. And then at the end of this, like, spoiler alert, at the end of the season, she ends up, like, killing herself. It's the first season. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it, I remember. I know what the show. I know it was like kind of controversial for a little. It while. was very, very controversial, just because it. I mean, it showed her actually committing, like suicide. Um, and I'm sorry if anybody mm. is is triggered by that. That's, but that's, what it was. Gosh darn it! It was man. Wizards of Waverly Place, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Wiz- okay, for real though, that is sort of an underrated TV show for back oh, in the like <laughs> for Disney Channel, dude. I used to love that. Well, I had a huge crush on Selena. Yeah, I, I have a huge a crush kid, on dude. Selena. I had a huge crush on Selena when I was a kid. I can't lie, I still do. <laughs> there you um, go. dude, I can't I, find it either. I don't see anything. Are you sure it was Selena Gomez? Oh no, Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh my God. Yes, thank you. Yes, Thirteen Reasons Why. Yep. Um, I don't even know why we were talking about that. Dude, was she in The Martian? Heck, I don't freaking know. Who the frick was she in The Martian? Some oh, no-name character, because I don't see her on the main cast list. Anyway. But, anyway, I don't know how we even got to that, and I honestly don't know now that we've realized what the show's called. I don't know. But um, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy is great. Uh, for me, there's a lot of drama on it, in it. There's a lot of uh, action-packed scenes, um, and it kind of gets you... It does a really good job at uh, presenting these characters, and you almost kind of are... It does a really good job of, like, the people who are, like, should be enemies, like, you should be hating them. Like, you almost start to, like, feel for them, right? Gotcha. Um, I think one of the hardest parts that they had is they really ran into, because it's about motorcycle clubs, um, but a lot of people, because of the merchandise that was going out, people were buying vests with, like, club patches on it, and if people, if you don't know about the, like, motorcycle club life, that's a big no. Like, you don't walk around, you don't just go buy a leather vest and put a patch on it without the proper... Um, being okay specific group or whatever yeah you have to be associated with a group or you have to get it passed by someone who is within that life yeah and so uh anyway it, it was just really cool and whenever i started watching it uh, i was in the middle of riding motorcycles a lot and so it was a lot of fun but um i'll digress from that um do we want to move on to our last main topic Let's do it. So Ian, take it away. Um, I watched Halloween Kills. Woo! And man, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It was fun. It was a fun show. Like I actually did you watch it in theaters? No, we watched it at home. You and Taylor, um, Taylor and I. Yep, we we watched it, and uh, and R- Taylor loves horror movies. She's like all about no like, way. that's awesome, dude. Yeah, she digs them like that's more than I do. Like I don't like really care. I don't really care to watch horror movies, but this was one that I really wanted to watch. Um, d- the there were some things that I was like, eh, 
But, I mean, it had everything <laughs> that you really would want with watching a Michael Myers film. Uh, yeah. a cr- spoiler alert. A crap ton of deaths. Oh, my gosh. Dude, a crap so ton many of deaths. <laughs> like, I remember because you said that. Like, you had mentioned, you're like, dude, I, th- I don't think this is probably the, the most deaths I've seen in, like. Now you believe me, dude. He yeah, killed, like, half the freaking town. <laughs> He killed a lot. He killed a Dude, lot, a lot to of bring people. The National Guard. I mean, holy crap! <laughs> well, that so that was that's funny that you say that because that's one of the things I was talking about. I'm like, where the heck is the FBI? Where the heck is like Secret Service? Like, this is not just like a small town issue. Like, this dude is cr- you think like the sheriff's mass department would murder. call in for some more help. Dude, he's yes. killing half your town. You need <laughs> some help. <laughs> and like Mike, the Michael Jordan meme. Mhm. Okay, help me understand. Okay. Because I don't know if maybe I'm I've missed something. Did you watch the 1978 original Halloween and did you watch the one that came on 2018? Yes, I've I've watched all of them. Okay, okay. So I just want to make sure that I'm not missing something somewhere in between. Um Okay, from 78 to 18, where was Michael? So wait, from 78 to 18, he was in yeah. the insane asylum. Okay, so he was in the insane asylum. Yeah. From, so he he broke out, right? Yes. Okay, he escaped. Well, kind of. He he escaped in, in transport. Right. Okay. So that is sort of my confusion in the sense of here's a guy that creates mass murder. For whatever god awful reason, you decide to transport him, and you transport him in the most like cliche way. Like, it's not even, like, a bunch of people around. There's not, like, a, you know, like, there's not a lot of uh, power around him during this. And the way he escapes well, he to me is... he got help from that doctor. The doctor was so, like, he, he was so obsessed. That, you know, remember the doctor from the 2018 movie? He was so obsessed with, like, trying to get Michael to talk. Like, he was so obsessed with trying to just, like, have that connection with him. Yeah, to have some sort tried of to, you know break him out to get him away, so, to try mm-hmm. and get him close to, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character to see if he would actually say something. Mm-hmm. And he, so his obsession, I guess, was trying to get them to rekindle a relationship that was never really even had. Yeah. Or was he yeah, just exactly. so obsessed with? He, he just, just wanted to get something. With Michael and trying to get him to have responses. To actually get him to speak and say something, um, and he okay. thought that you know him being, you know, around Jamie Lee Curtis's character that that would do it. So, mm-hmm. from what I understood of the plot and everything, that's how he was able to escape that bus in the first place. Okay, cool. Because in my mind, I'm like thinking, <laughs> for some reason, I forgot about that. And that's a pretty important thing to forget. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, you're telling me for the last thirty. F- 40 years, this guy, yeah, 40 yeah. years, you know, this guy is been, just, <laughs> you know, he's never, he's never taken any sort of driving test to learn how to drive a car, but can like get it from the 1978 to, you know, like where yeah. he uh, gets out of the insane, in the original 1978 where he escapes from the insane asylum, you know, he's been there since he was a kid, never driven a car, can now drive a car so there's some things in there that are like yeah there's like a bunch of kind of details that you yes a little bit part of me too is like okay the dude never like the only time he moves is when he kills somebody and the dude is in top like physical shape 
that this guy can just like run around everywhere. Um, That's the thing is, I think that what this movie does is, I think it's trying to go the path of okay. Michael Myers is not a normal person. He is not mm-hmm. a normal human. He is drawing power from every time he kills, he can. It's almost like he's becoming Refueling. more powerful. And that's kind of what this movie was going for. Okay. Um, for me in this movie, watching it, I was a little disappointed on the screen time of Jamie Lee Curtis. She's one of the main reasons I love Halloween. She is Halloween. Mm-hmm. She is the Scream Queen champion. Like, she is amazing. Yeah. And you don't get as much screen time with her on this one. I mean, understandable. She, you know, got fatally wounded. Um, but Nearly. at the same time, <laughs> I like the idea of them trying to add other elements into this, the plot or I guess the storyline to kind of drive the narrative a little bit of like how, mm-hmm. you know, the town is so fed up with Michael Myers that they are literally going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're going to kill Michael or whatever, blah, and they all kind of band together. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that kills me is that you got to townspeople in the Midwest and like two percent of them own a gun the rest of them own like a freaking golf club <laughs> and a board right none of them own a gun are you kidding me and you're telling me that all of them have the accuracy of a freaking like monkey with a gun like no you half of these people should have had some sort of not it doesn't even have to have training but you're telling me they de- they've never gone hunting they haven't gone to the yeah. range and yeah. practiced that's, their that, shooting that's my thing like and part of me wonders, part of me kind of thinks, okay, so I'm one of these townspeople. I'm in this town. I don't realize how strong and how, I guess, po- mystically powerful Michael Myers is. He, mm-hmm. in all reality, he should just be a guy who's killing people, right? Right. So, in a way, I can kind of understand it. But let me tell you, if I am going to go with the people of the town to try and find this k- serial killer that's killing everybody in my town, I'm going to freaking be pulling up with my Glock and my freaking AR, and I'm going to put about 25 freaking thousand <laughs> bullets in his face. <laughs> well, that not only that, but two hours prior, the dude literally just mass murdered a whole crew of firefighters yes. that were armed with Has, has nobody ever watched and... Zombieland? You double tap that hoe. You have to double tap. <laughs> you, you don't just kill a zombie once. You, know, you have to double tap to make sure they're dead. And don't sit there and 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 like poke the bear. Like that was what I was getting frustrated. It's like every time they would make a, a an advance into basically almost putting this guy down, it's like we want to do one more thing to to like torture him or mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just like a weird type of deal. I'm like, no, quit wasting time. Quit trying to get everybody to in on the fight. Like one thing that pissed me off was that guy who came in with the gun in the in the last big scene. He was, like, dressed in some sort of Halloween costume, I think. And he was the only one with a gun. Yeah, and that's what got me. I'm like, I'm like who the heck are you? Like, what do you have to do with, like, any of what's going on? Like, here's a guy with a bat who's been looking for Michael all night. You're telling me you're not going to hand your gun over to him and be like, hey, no, I don't think the bat's going to work. Take my gun. Mm-hmm. And then the moment he goes to try to shoot Michael, Michael pops up and slits his freaking arm, cuts his arm off or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, 
there's a couple things, obviously, uh, and I'm sorry that this is so negative. It was a great show, but I need to just we get, get all the negatives chest. out first. Yes. Um, one of the things that, oh my God, dude, I still think about it and it just really ticks me off. There's a, there's, I think two things that really make me mad. One thing that makes me mad is the, no, it's, it's all in the same thing. So I'll just go in the order that it happened. They find Michael in the park. Those okay. kids are out there swinging, right? What's her face leaves to go encounter them and tell them they need to go home. What are you doing out here? Everybody else is left in the car. <clears throat> I guess there's three things. So next thing you know, she turns around. They're like, oh, there he is. And he's standing behind the car. He hops on the car. The guy in the back says, what are we doing? Start the car or whatever. And he leans up to the front to, like, get into the driver's seat. And then all of a sudden leans back into the back seat and never <laughs> even tries again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his wife escapes, gets out with the huge freaking Desert Eagle pistol. Dude, I had trouble with this part, too. I had oh my God. so much issues Where with did scene. she go? Dude. This was 15 exactly, minutes of pure exactly. torture. That I'm like, where did you go? Thing. That's the thing. The husband gives her the gun. She runs out, right? Yeah. Nowhere to be seen. He's sitting yes. there fighting for his life, trying to use that little toy, little, you know, costume looking heart, or what do you call it? The heart thumping little uh, scope thing. What do you call it? That's stethoscope. Stethoscope. That's what it is. Uh, you know, trying to choke him, choke Michael Myers with that. Dude, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he dies. And then, like, after he's done killing people in the car, he kind of like halfway gets out and then she, you know, she's like 25 yards away and she runs back to the car to basically yeah. die. She misses him like twice or three times with a freak. Dude, you are five feet away from this guy. Freaking shoot him. I get, I get, maybe you've never shot a gun before, but it's not that hard. You just pull the trigger. Okay. Not only that though, the guy wasn't even like Michael wasn't even inside the car when she flees. Yeah. She gets out of the car. Michael's on top of the freaking car at this point. You're telling me that you can't hop out of the car, take however many steps you want back. It don't matter. Like, go as far away from, like, he, she could have gone literally to the next light post and and turned around and seen him on top of the car. Like, dude, I'm just waiting for someone. I, I hope they do. I hope someone tries to reenact that scene. And show all the possibilities of angles. Because the dude's yeah. not behind anything. He is literally like as exposed as he possibly could be. And she gets out and she disappears. Meanwhile, her husband gets his face stabbed by a knife. And then the other girl dies. And then now she, like you said, comes from 50 yards away and starts shooting like... Dude, One she after runs the other. Back up to the car, misses her shots like three times, like, three or four boom, times. The, you know, Michael like flings the door and makes her shoot okay. herself. Okay, so that is my biggest. That was the stupidest kill that I could ever like. I, to to be a hundred percent honest, that is what made this movie cartoony. Like, car, not even cartoony. It just pissed me off. I remember looking at Taylor and I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, I just like, <laughs> what? So to give y'all 
those that are listening, the girl is shooting at Michael. She takes three or four rounds, misses him completely, and then walks up to the door. Michael's in the back seat, sitting down, walks up to the back door, and the door isn't completely shut or open all the way. She gets close enough to where if Michael really wanted to, he could stand up, take as many bullets as he wanted to, and still kill her. Mm -hmm. But instead, for whatever reason, they wrote in, oh, let's let's have Michael kick the door. It's going to hit her hand, and she's going to, her hand's going to turn, and she's going to fire probably the last round and kill her. It, she, she literally, he hits the door, he kicks the door, hits her hand, turns the gun around from the impact, and the gun goes off, and she died. I think it was more like, it like broke her hand backwards and while she was shooting, and it made her shoot herself, basically. But still, it was very cartoony, and I completely Ugh. understand where you're going at. I had a lot of issues with that scene. Um, so, okay, so remember the love interest of mm -hmm. the granddaughter? Um, I can't remember his name in the thing, but that actor, I hate him. He's a great actor, but I hate the character he plays. Not so just the this one movie, but also the TV show You. <laughs> I was going to bring this up because I think Darren and I just watched the seventh episode of the third season of You, and I am debating whether I want to continue the show or not. Oh, oh, okay. And it is because of this actor's character, and I can't hate on his acting abilities because he is a great actor, mm -hmm. such a good actor. Hate his character in both Halloween kills and, or in the 2018 movie, but also as TV show you, he plays such a great, terrible person, <laughs> like just a great <laughs> douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, so, know. so what's the reason? What's, so is that the reason why you don't like him in Halloween kills or what was it in Halloween kills? I mean, he was kind of a douche. I mean, he, are you talking about the kid? So before they go the into Michael's house, yeah, he was like the boyfriend. He was the boyfriend of the granddaughter. Okay, yeah, yeah. The one that dies in the house, dude. He got his, he got his crap dude. He got jaw jacked. He got that jacked was the, I think the, I think that was the longest kill of dude, he got of all of them. Up so hard. Oh my goodness, um, yeah. And then he's sitting there going, yeah, like the blood. <laughs> messed up dude so it was funny because we're when that scene happened and michael she's yelling at him because she just fell down the stairs and broke her leg uh michael's yeah. walking down the stairs and i'm like is he just gonna like michael never just kills somebody and just kind of leaves them be right mm -hmm. and so in my mind the whole time i'm like he don't have his knife like what what's he gonna do you know what I mean? And he's walking down the stairs. I'm like, he's just going to leave that dude there and come back later, I guess. Yeah. Next thing I know, he stops, looks at the kid, and then just grabs his neck and, like, I mean, it was like a turkey. I mean, he literally <laughs> killed it just like a Thanksgiving turkey and just whack, completely oh twisted that thing like a pretzel. Dude, oh, freaking, man. Um, dude, I kind of want to talk about the end, too. So, okay. the very end. The problem I have with this movie is knowing that there's going to be another Halloween movie, Halloween Ends, coming out in 2022. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest problem I have with this specific movie. 
this kind of plot line with the whole town gathers up and does like the whole like let's hunt down michael and try and kill him and let's try mm-hmm. and have this scene where we're all killing him and trying to actually end him that should be a last movie of the series kind of movie but it's yeah. not it's the in-between movie so you know he's not going to die mm-hmm. and i got it just kind of ruins it for me so the whole yeah. like ending half i'm just like Where's this gonna just go? get it over like, with? Yeah, like, like yeah. Where, just, where's it gonna go? Where's it gonna go? Like, I didn't know that there was. I guess I just didn't do enough research before, or I just wasn't into it as much as I thought I was. But like, I didn't know there was gonna be a third until that last yeah. scene. And see, I so, didn't watch. I did. I tried not to watch the trailers, just so I wouldn't. It, none of this, like, none of the movie would ruin, um, mm-hmm. as far as like what's going on in the movie for me. Um, but. And for the most part, I think I would tell you for the most part, the trailer didn't ruin any of this movie. Um, I think they did a really good job with keeping the um, keeping it vague enough, mm-hmm. but also, you know, catching your eye enough to, to kind of be like, like the scene that I think about over and over again is the scene of him just walking out of the fire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so for me, like, I think that was enough for me to, you know, go and watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that beginning part of the movie where, you know, it kind of shows like how he survived the fire because in the last movie, yeah. 2018 movie, I was like, dude, he's dead. Like they right, surely blew him up. They lit him on fire. Like he's done. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. He like hid away in like what the little metal thing the the thing that nobody knew was down there yeah exactly Um, yeah yeah. i mean it's kind of a cop-out but i will say that was a pretty brutal like beginning like him killing all the like firefighters and stuff it's and it started and it didn't stop i mean it was pretty they did a really good job at the cadence of of this movie i think Mm -hmm. um because i know like there was still a story to tell but i think they did a really good job at like keeping the action like the storyline rolling like it would roll into like okay we're going to tell you about these characters a little bit uh, like we're going to tell you about little john and big john okay oh yeah Michael's little house. big john and big john i forgot about those guys <laughs> and, Dude, those uh, guys and to be honest with chance, you man. <laughs> those guys and uh the old couple at the beginning Dude, I freaking made that. That this was a good movie those guys, I, I was like <laughs> I'm like, I kind of wish they would have lived on for the next movie. Me too. Me to too. To have, like, add the actual, you know, comedic relief in the movie. I really enjoyed, like, their relationship. Yeah. Dude, like, their relationship was really. A few minutes. I, you know, exactly. I love their relationship. They were on a screen for a few minutes, but I loved every second of it. Yeah. And then they instantly yeah. died. Yes, and then they died. And that one, dude, that first one was rough. I was so confused because I was like, what is. Because, so, on that first one with the with the old couple. Mm-hmm. You know, she's laying down and it kind of zooms out to you hearing stabbings, right? Dude, he literally killed them just to get a freaking knife. Like, that's all he oh, was there yeah, for. Oh, yeah, that's like, all that's he was all he there, for. there for. That's he right. He just got a freaking knife. That's all he did. Yeah. There was well, no see, and I thought, because whenever I asked Taylor, I was like, are they living in Michael's house? And she's like, no, this isn't Michael's house. I was like, I'm so confused. Like, why is he there? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it Just was so confusing. But my thought was, it's like, why the heck did he, was he testing out the knives on him? Like, what knife he thought was best? Like, or was you he know, just, I don't know. I, I didn't or because that, he hadn't killed in so long, 
He just needed that. Dude, like that, we were con- two really good theories. I don't know. I mean, that's two very good perspectives. Because I think the mis the misinterpretation that I think a lot of people have is they think that Michael wants wants to wants people to suffer, and he de- he's not really a sufferer. He's just a cold blooded like. I think he enjoys it a little bit. I mean, I think he enjoys think so? the act of killing and them dying. Well, I think he enjoys that, but I don't think it's so much like he just enjoys like the feeling of a knife coming in and out of a body. Like I do think he enjoys killing, but that's where I was confused because like she was sitting there watching her husband get stabbed six, seven, eight times mm-hmm. with all these different knives that Michael was finding, and uh, yeah, I I was confused by that. But the little John Big John bit, dude, was phenomenal. Dude, exactly. Like, that's those the, that bit with them, and the bit with the old couple. Two of my favorite movie. like part like I guess character. Yeah. Two of my favorite like uh, couples in the movie, and they both mm-hmm. died. That okay. This is gonna be my probably my biggest and last complaint is that there was so much killing in the movie, and it was like every character that was introduced died. That it mm-hmm. didn't really give you much of a, th- like it didn't feel like a thriller. Like it didn't feel as intense or as, like oh my gosh, uh, yeah. of a moment whenever somebody <clears throat> did die because it was like everybody on screen basically died. You almost became it numb to it. it. Yeah, you came numb to it. It's like, yeah. dude, like uh, this is kind of a interesting character, but they're probably gonna die because everybody's dying in this movie. Like, right? Yeah. Like it's almost I will like say, you don't put any stock into any of the characters or even care about them because you basically lose them as yeah. soon as they're on screen. Yeah, I will say that was one of the things that I wasn't really like. It followed Michael, but it but it didn't follow him to the point, or really it didn't follow because it was almost kind of because they were seeking after him so much. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was just going to where he was going, and he didn't like he wasn't given the opportunity to find. Like people mm-hmm. were literally just finding, like finding him. He wasn't finding anybody. Yeah. Other than like the couple at the beginning, and then obviously little John, Big John, that were in his house. But that's what I kind of, I didn't really care for about this movie is like it, there wasn't like the thrill, not thrill. There wasn't the anticipation of yeah, John, yeah. of, that's of good, that's Michael coming out of behind a corner exactly. or <laughs> it didn't feel as like cat and mouse. It didn't feel like, um, yeah, I mean, there were moments of cat and mouse, but it didn't feel like, um, it didn't give you the, like, when is he going to strike? When is it going to be? This? Right. Like, it was just yeah. like, it was almost kind of like, when are they going to find him? <laughs> yeah. When <laughs> like, are they going to find him? It, it's like, okay, they're going to find him and then uh-huh. they're going to die. And that was the entire movie. It was just like yeah. every single person that came to kill him. It was, it almost felt kind of repetitive in that sense. But I don't know. Like there were there were there were a lot of good in this movies. Um, like mm-hmm. I did like a lot of the characters. It's a shame that a lot of the, my favorite characters that they introduced in this one movie that weren't in any of the other movies died. Mm-hmm. Like I would, yeah. I wanted them to have so much more screen time. Uh, I felt like they did a disservice to. Uh, What's his name? The guy with the bat. Um, uh oh, uh, Billy or the kid? The 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 kid that Jamie Lee Curtis babysat as a when he was a kid. Uh, yes. Kind of, kind of one of the main characters in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, was his name Billy or something like that? Was or, it Billy? Tommy. Tommy. No, Tommy. no. Tommy sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Tommy sounds right. Is it Tommy? I think it is Tommy. 
Yes, it is Tommy. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was a few things that I was just really like. For one, I thought the bat thing was dumb. Yeah. Like, I thought the I did like the spinoff of like the fact that another guy escaped from the asylum. I thought that was kind of a really neat kind of. Oh yeah, uh, that w- I did like the add the extra layer. You know, that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Um. And I thought it was really neat, too, that it was kind of you almost were more frustrated with the town on what they were doing at the hospital to that guy than you were with the fact that Michael literally have just mass murdered like yeah. a dozen people bef- that you just it, witnessed. It like, almost kind of gave me an Al- Alfred Hitchcock um, kind of feel to that whole scenario. Um mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder if that's where they took inspiration to that scene or that kind of plot where everybody was at the hospital and they're all kind of freaking out like, okay, Michael's coming here. Oh my gosh, Michael's coming here. And when they, you know, the guy, the guy from the insane asylum actually does show up, they think it's him and they're all going hysterical and going crazy. They won't listen to reason. They're just, you know, hysterical. Whatever. Yeah. Um, there was this actual, um, you remember the twilight zone? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of this one episode of the twilight zone where, um, it's basically like this town where all of a sudden all the power, like electricity and everything, nothing's working, no cars, nothing, nothing's working this entire town. Right. And everybody's just kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? And nobody's, Mm -hmm. you know, and it kind of slowly ramps up to where everybody in the town or the neighborhood is just going hysterical because they can't figure out what's going on. They think that like an alien invasion is going on or something. And then there's Mm -hmm. this guy like walking down the road, and they just shoot him because they think that he's like, like an alien or something, something crazy. And it turns mm-hmm. out just some guy. And it kind of gave me that feel a little bit, like you know how people would react in a certain situation whenever there's high stakes and you know there's paranoia and craziness going on. And I did mm-hmm. kind of like that they added that element into it. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if it belongs in a Michael Myers movie, but it was interesting. Yeah, I think they. I do think the. I felt like there was a lot of, uh, just a lot of filler writing. Like it's almost like okay, we've got to make this thing. We've got to make this make thing an hour and a half. So we got to put some yeah, other, to, you know, sub, yeah, subplots so, in here. Yeah. So like I thought that the beginning was a little, mm, like I think it went off well, but then the bar scene was kind of weird. And then, you know, moving yeah, on to a couple other really, things. What kind of freaking talent show is that? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that and then, but I will say, um, I really, I, I really like the fact that they threw some of the old um, 1978 scenes in there. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that they was kind a good of dynamic. I actually met really that. that part. Yeah, they tangled, entangled those a little bit, and it was really, really cool. Um, but other than that, man, to be honest with you, like I would probably give this, mm, I don't know if, whether I want to do five stars or like a one and like out of 10 type of deal. Um, I think I'm just gonna do one out of 10. Cause I feel like if I did five stars, it would be almost like I'd be giving it too much credit Yeah, and I don't really want to. So, so one out of 10, I think, what, what would you give it? I'm going to say storyline wise like a 7.5 um but for a horror movie or just a movie in general f- for a, for this movie in general for like the Michael Myers kind of okay saga or whatever 
But I think <clears throat> when it comes to like what I was expecting, yeah. I'm going to give it like an 8.5 because it wasn't what I was expecting. The kills were insane. I think it, it meets its name exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, like it's yeah, Halloween, yeah. Halloween kills like Michael Myers, Michael Myers kills in this freaking, in this movie. Uh, but what do you think? Um, dude, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. I've been, I've actually been pretty conflicted over this for the past two weeks since I've seen it because part of me wants to give it a decent rating just because of kind of the brutality of this movie. And it kind of does live up to, you know, Michael Myers, like he, you know, he's just killing people that that's just kind of his thing. Like he doesn't really, um, and you know, it's a slasher. Um, mm-hmm. part of me, you know, I want to give it like a seven for that, but I feel like this movie, it's hard for me to enjoy this movie because it's kind of like the in-between of the series and it doesn't really, this specific, like this specific movie should have been the last movie to me. It shouldn't have been in the in-between for how they set it up. And that kind of, that kind of drew me out of the movie quite a bit. And for that, I kind of want to give it like a probably a four point five. So I'm just gonna give him like even six overall. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I mean, they had some. It was you know, it was enjoyable. It was entertaining, and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't my favorite Halloween movie. But you know, I I don't regret spending the what like seventeen dollars I spent in theaters, <laughs> plus a <laughs> beer and a and a bag of popcorn and a pretzel with cheese. <laughs> You're so, thinking I'm by myself. I'm gonna dude, get exactly. <laughs> I freaking splurged, man. I watched it. In, uh, I watched it in XD and everything. Nice. <laughs> How was that, by the way? Like, I mean, do you, did you feel like it was worth going and spending that on? Like, I don't know. I like, mean, would you have been okay with just spending ten, five to ten dollars on Peacock and watching it on your home television? Oh yeah, no, it was definitely different theaters. Like, if you have a good audience with you. Yes, I watch it in theaters a hundred times, you know, no question. You know, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a decent setup at my house. I mean, I've got, you know, I got a sound bar and a, and a subwoofer and, you know, I enjoy, you know, be able to be at my house. But, dude, there's something that's not the same round sound with crazy yeah. equipment. Dynamics. Yeah, yeah. And huge screen. It just, it, it's a, just a different experience. And, yeah, yeah, I very much enjoy that. And, if I were to watch this movie again, yes, I would probably rather watch it in theaters versus at my house. So the funny thing is, is I watched it. So I've got a 5.1. So I've got the center speaker, the two left and right, and then the surround left and rights. Um, <clears throat> and this movie really sold me on this freaking oh, really? theater system. Dude, oh my God. So we were there were a couple times where I had to pause the movie because I thought there was something it like – outside oh dang. so so we were we were sitting there yeah no for real so we're sitting there and there's the part where i think it's at little john big john's house where michael knocks on the door oh day um wait was it did he knock um i think he might have i don't remember to be honest there was a knock somewhere there was a knock remember because they were like they're like we're, we're gonna get these kids yeah 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 and so uh the the knock came from like the back right, which is like when you're sitting on my couch, there's a screen door behind me or right there, but there's also like 
a kitchen window. And I thought, dude, it sounded like something came from that area. And I looked over at Taylor. I'm like, oh, my God. And she goes, and we were both like, oh, it's the surround, like it's the movie. And we were both had to kind of like remind ourselves, like, you know, that it's, you know, it's, just a movie just type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but we both afterwards were like, man, the surround sound is sweet. <laughs> yeah, dude. So if you Speaking watch it at home, sound? I definitely... Dude, I love the score of this movie. Uh, I think they did a really good job with the actual soundtrack and Mm -hmm. making, like, enhancing it for this movie. It was very good. I very much enjoyed that. So, yeah. yeah. So, what was your final rating again? My final rating was uh, 7.5. 7.5, and I gave it a 6. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically it. Yeah. Tell us what you think of the movie. Yeah, let us know... um, well, uh, hopefully, I'm going to try to get Instagram back on lockdown, you know, when it comes to keeping us um, relevant on there and, and Facebook. So be checking out for posts there. If, if y'all are on social media, you can find us on Hodgepodge, uh, Hodgepodge Podcast or Hodgepodge Cast. Um, I have to, so I have I have to defend myself here, Ian. Okay. Um, Ian and I discussed um, Squid Games previously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or Squid Game, sorry. Um, and Ian is also on another podcast that we've mentioned before. If you've not checked them out, it's Johnny Geeks. They're awesome. They're so dang good. Uh, their content is, is phenomenal. But Ian called me out. And I feel I like did? I need... Yes. I, I feel like I need to defend myself. Oh, Y'all were talking I, I, about... I don't remember what I said. <laughs> We were talking about the dubbed over caption, over oh, yeah. English <laughs> captions, subtitles. And I just got to say, Ian called me out and said that I was choosing to watch the dub version over the caption, but did not explain why. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, those that are listening, Darren... AJ, if y'all are listening, I the only reason I chose to watch it in the dub version originally was because it st- that's what started playing. I literally thought this movie was just overdubbed because we were watching it in America. Until Ian, I found out in our podcast, Ian was like, what? You watched a dub? Ver- There's a dub version? I'm like, yeah, you didn't watch the dub version? And I said... Since I'm watching the dub version, I'm going to continue it. Now, I did watch the last episode, in uh, which if y'all listen to our most our previous podcast talking about Squid Game, um, I mentioned that <coughs> I watched it in the uh, subtitles, and it, it and I will tell you it threw me off because I'd gotten I'd gone so long. So you can listen to that podcast. Uh, and I can kind of explain myself, but I felt like I needed to go <laughs> on the record and defend myself. You know so what, Darren a, and AJ, I'm defend you too. Okay, so I watched a video on YouTube the other day that actually kind of opened my eyes to why Squid Game become num- became number one in the world, and it's not just because it's a great moot or a great series. Because I mean, it is a great series, but oh yeah, dude. They subtitled this show in 31 languages. So many languages. dubbed it in 13 languages. That's insane. That is a a lot of work. Huge amount of work. 
and <coughs> I think a lot of ac- I think a lot of other creators are in you know streaming services, you know creators on YouTube, cr- just overall across the board. I think that's cha- that's going to change the game a lot when it comes to content mm-hmm. and you know making that available for more audiences for whatever the content mm-hmm. is. And I, I think you're going to start seeing that in a lot of other uh, mediums because you'll be able to reach a far a further audience having you know being in other languages. Yeah, they kind of broke that that kind of barrier, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Yeah, if y'all haven't seen Squid Game, check it out. If y'all haven't seen us review Squid Game, uh, the full uh, first season, uh, go back to our most previous podcast. Uh, it'll be there. Um, and then I think before that we discussed, what did we talk about before that? Um, <coughs> what was, what we really, <laughs> uh, cut this out, Blake. <laughs> okay. Um, what did I even name it? Anchor. Let's see. Hot poop. I can pull it up on my phone probably. Did you take it down, by the way? Oh, okay. Yes, Let's I did. go to space. That's what I named it, but... Yes, we talked about... Um, we just talked about, like, a lot of uh, new stuff in media right now, you know, like yeah. William Shatner going to space and going to space, random yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and then uh, kind of give our... our we kind of preface um, our thoughts on the first episode of Squid Game moving into... Uh, our full review on it. So check it out. If y'all like that kind of content, let us know if there's something y'all want us to check out. Definitely let us know. We are here and we are going to do our best to be more consistent. (laughs) 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 We've been slacking, but there's been a lot going on. uh, And we kind of go on to explaining that as well in the let's go to space episode. So, uh, but other than that, I think that's really all we have guys. If you haven't seen Halloween kills, check it out. Um, you got our ratings. Maybe you can let us know what what you think. So yeah. Um, I don't know if you're gonna see this movie, Blake, but I am actually gonna be watching the new Last Night in Soho, um, directed by Edgar Wright. I've been super. You've hyped been talking about this, this for months. Yeah, I've been super hyped for this movie for a long time, and it's finally coming out this uh, this upcoming Friday. So hopefully, maybe next episode we can maybe talk about this. I don't know if you're gonna see it in theaters or not, but I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about seeing this movie. I I wouldn't. I mean, I I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. Is that the only way you can see it? Uh, I'm not positive, but I think so. Uh, we'll check it out. We'll we'll definitely let you know if anything. Ian can let us know his kind of thoughts on that. Yeah. After he sees it, and we'll, if you don't we'll see it, we, I'll just do a non-spoiler review on it, or like in our next episode. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, I did watch a little bit of you. Okay. And we can talk about that soon. Okay. But I just want to let you know. And it's <laughs> funny as I, today when I was actually going to be like, okay, how do I tell Blake that I'm probably exiting out of you after the last episode I watched? Because <laughs> I was super hyping the show in the previous episode. And like, dude, I don't know I, why, but like. I'm going to be honest. The show pissed I, me I off, that. man. I'm not going to lie. It like really pissed me I'm, off. I'm not into it enough to where I feel like I, when I come home, like. Squid Game, I felt like I needed to come home and watch Squid Game. Yeah. Um, with this one, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. So uh, if just, you exit out, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm exiting out. We'll leave it at that. I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna finish the third season. Like, I'm, it's kind of. Oh no. Know. Yeah, I don't know. It, 
piss me off. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um cool. Cool. We'll, well check you out next all time. We got. See you next podcast. Be good, my dudes. Peace.